0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Every day to define man's mission yeah. Look into the sky for divine transmission yeah. Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition What up, what up, what up, what up? Blind this is episode 10 of the Dojo Talk Podcast I'm your host serial Sensei um, Probably not going to keep y'all here too long today Don't got a whole lot to go over um, but real quick before I get started, um I mentioned this on the lab, ah, on the last podcast, but um I I used to post episodes on SoundCloud also, um but I <laughs> forgot that you have to, you know, do their little payment system for upload minutes. So I will be doing that um probably sometime this weekend, getting that taken care of. And so all the episodes will be updated on SoundCloud, so if you prefer that. Uh, if you prefer to, you know, listen to podcasts on SoundCloud, they'll be up there. Probably I'm aiming for Sunday. I'll just throw all of them up there. So that'll be episodes three, um, through nine or technically 10. Now that will be on SoundCloud. So you can go there and listen if you want to. Uh, so just wanted to throw that tidbit. And also, um, I haven't, haven't streamed in a while. Um, I haven't playing resident evil lately though. So couple of those videos, uh my gaming streams which are on my Twitch, which if I remember I'll leave a link to in the description below. Um go check those out. Game's pretty dope. Um <laughs> I played it uh, my first video I uploaded a couple uh, about two days ago. Played it for a good probably forty five minutes or so. Um I might I might stick with this for a while, so check those out man. They're 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 pretty it's a pretty entertaining game. It's something I enjoy streaming. So hopefully i'll I'll try to stick with that and you might see a few of those uh videos sprinkled in here and there and excuse me if i still sound a bit sick uh as i mentioned on my last podcast i have been contaminated so getting a little better though i took my my meds and all that good stuff but not 100 percent. but doing better than i was before um yeah so that's about enough for intro um so i guess i'll just get into it uh like i said today probably not gonna keep all you guys here too long um but the two topics i wanted to uh go over uh one movie one album uh the movie being john wick 2 and the album being uh, lupe fiasco's drogas light um i'm gonna start off with john wick 2 only because I'm not that good at movie reviews. So I probably won't have too much to say. (laughs) And I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. Um, so you're, you're safe to listen to my non spoiler review. Um, I guess it's a quick synopsis on wick 2. uh, stars Keanu Reeves. If she didn't know, um, the first John wick, I think came out two, two or three years ago, really dope action flick. I mean, not too much of a story, not anything intricate or crazy going on. But if you wanted action, man, the first John Wick was that was the movie to see. So I was really hyped for part two. I went and saw it. I believe it was last Sunday. Did not disappoint. Um, As far as the plot goes, pretty much. uh, And in this movie. Uh, we get to see, well, for one, if you know the first one, he got his car stolen. So, and John Wick 2, mini spoiler, but <laughs> after I just said, I won't say spoilers, but he does go to get his car back, which is like the opening scene in the movie. But as far as the the main plot, um, John Wick, who is played by Keanu Reeves, is basically a part of kind of like this hitman organization. And they have, you know, certain rules and regulations that they abide by. So the plot in this movie kind of centers around a blood oath that he has with someone else within the organization. And in in order for him to get out of the organization and, you know, go into retirement and go back to obscurity, which was what he kind of was in before, but before he got, you know, back involved with the organization, you know, he has to carry out this blood oath. So the movie basically centers around him carrying out the blood oath and kind of the, aftermath of him carrying out the blood oath um he uh doesn't make a lot of friends uh doing his blood oath definitely uh you know pissed a couple of people off and as a result you get to see him <laughs> in typical john wick fashion you know the kill streaks they're, they're there just like the first one um i can't say It's been a while since I saw the first one, so I can't say that this is better than the first, but I can say at least it's on par, if not better. Um, I like this one particularly because you get to see more of the organization that he's a part of. And this I feel like this John Wick kind of goes deeper into the world that he lives in, which I mean, you, you got a taste of that in the first one. But I think this one goes a lot deeper as far as the organization and kind of the rules and just like the people that he really used to surround himself with. So I like that, that aspect of the film. Um, As far as the action, it doesn't disappoint. If you like the scenes from the first one, as far as action, there's no reason you won't like this one. The guns are still, (laughs) the guns are still there. He's still just taking out mass amounts of people. Just, firepower just on a hundred shotguns anything yeah this is it's all there everything you knew and loved about the first john wick pretty much returns in chapter two um also like some of the other characters in this movie um i forgot that common was even in this until i went to see it um he plays uh one of the fellow assassins named cass uh, cassian sorry and he and he and John Wick had a nice had a couple of, of fights, actually, and a pretty hilarious uh, subway shootout scene, which I won't spoil. But it was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. So, you, yeah, you get to see, you know, John Wick pretty much on the run. Oh, I forgot to mention also part of the story. Um, He has a seven mil, I think, seven mil bounty on his head. So as you can imagine, when you're walking around and people know you're worth seven mil, um, yeah, people are after you. So this movie takes a got to say it takes long to build up, took a little bit. You know, you got to lay the groundwork for the story or whatever. But once the groundwork gets going, like once that first shot is fired, the movie just takes off and it just never stops. Pretty much constant action as soon as the first kill happens. So once you get to that part in the movie, it doesn't let up from there. It's just just the movie, just one long, massive kill streak. But I'm an action junkie, so I loved every second of it. I guess, to be honest, there's not too much else I can say about this movie without without spoiling it. But it was dope. Like, it was just dope. So if you like the first um, John Wick Go, go watch this. You'll, there's no reason why you won't, you won't like it. Like I said, I, don't, I'll, I can't say if it's better than the first, but it's definitely on par. So, go give John Wick uh, a good look if you want just a great action flick. Kill streaks, <laughs> Call of Duty kill streaks every 10 seconds. Yeah, there's nothing else to say. It's John Wick. If you know what John Wick's about, you know what kind of movie you're getting into. So It's to get what you It's to get what you pay for You know what you're getting into when you watch John Wick As long as your expectations Aren't above that you, You're you gonna like it So, John Wick 2 Dope movie And I'm excited for I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a part 3 With the way it ended Won't say how it ended But whenever they do a part 3 That's probably gonna be just as wild as this one If not even more crazy But yeah so that's that's john wick i'm not going to spend too much time on it but I, I wanted to give that movie a shout out because haven't been to the movies too often lately but i'm glad I, I finally got to see this so yeah props to keanu reeves man dope dope movie dope franchise now um to the the main <laughs> event of the podcast um lupe fiasco's drogas light so how 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 do I start this off so Lupe has he's just had like a really interesting career, like ups and downs, and some projects you listen to, you know you listen to from him, you're like dude, you're way you're a lot better than this, and then some projects you listen to, and you're just blown away like. I can't remember what order they came out in, but the Height mixtape that he dropped, I think that was 2015. Like that tape was just straight fire. It was only five tracks, all of it good. And I heard that and I was like, man, Lupe, Lupe's back. And then Tetsuo and Youth came out. And I remember actually when I first listened to Tetsuo, yeah, Tetsuo and Youth. I didn't like it, like, right away. Well, I loved Mural. Like, Mural, it was instant fire. Like, that was the one track I did repeatedly go back and listen to over and over and over again. Even though I'm pretty sure a lot of those bars still go over my head. But that album was just... I mean, that track was just bananas. But that album didn't sink in for a little bit. Like, I remember listening to it maybe the first couple times. And I was like, eh, it's alright. And... Tetsuo and Youth was one of those albums that it took over time for it to kind of grow on me, and like now I actually find myself, I go back to it a lot more now, and I'm like, man, this album was actually this was really good like, that's some of Lupe's best work, like that Tetsuo and Youth is one of Lupe's best bodies of work that he's released in a long time so, yeah, like that album grew on me for a little bit and after going back and listening to that, I was like, well, man, if, you know, Tattoo on Youth was, was pretty fire, so he's got this good streak going. There's no reason why Drogas uh, Light, you know, shouldn't shouldn't be fire. Not, I don't even got to say it's got to be a classic, but, you know, th- this should be a, a dope offering. So the first song, which was a single that I heard from this album was was it pick up the phone and <laughs> I can't um uh, I wish I could remember I can't remember the guy's name who's on the hook but yeah when I first heard pick up the phone I was like okay I don't know I don't know what's this album gonna sound like because pick up the phone was a very kind of I won't say pop, but it was a very mainstreamish type song. I, I, I think some of the bars were there, though. Like, the rapping on that song wasn't bad, but, like, sonically, just the sound of it, I was like, yeah, I'm not. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this. And then the second song, the only other song I heard before this album dropped, was Made in America, which was a complete contrast to Pick Up the Phone. Sorry, not Made in America. It's called Made in the USA. And that song was pretty much like a trap banger. And as much as I don't like to hear Lupe over trap beats, I actually like that song. Can't even lie. Like, it's stupid catchy for no reason. And that beat just, that beat bangs. So, yeah, I I wasn't sure what I was going to get into when I put this on. So, the stream drops. I can't remember what day this came out. I think it came out like a day earlier than it was supposed to stream drops and i immediately went to it i was like all right new lupe got to listen to this and man i got to be honest i was a little hurt <laughs> i was a little i was a little hurt man this album left a left a wee bit sour taste in my mouth and um this album was like a tale of two halves so the album starts off with dopamine lit which like made in the usa is pretty much like this this really trap sounding song and i'm like okay all right i don't know how i feel about lupe over trap beats but whatever i I guess i'll take it and then it goes to ngl niggas gonna lose with todd dolla which was another kind of like trap sounding song but I actually liked that song. Like, I, I thought the content was good. He was pretty much kind of just talking about the state of, I guess, like, Black America and how a lot of the things we do, we can... Sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot with some of the things we do. We don't... We're not helping our own cause by, you know, some of the actions we take, so on and so forth, things like that. So... It took me a while to, like, get used to the sound of that song, but, like, for the content and everything... And actually... I don't mind him and Ty Dallas $ign together. I wasn't sure how that was going to work when I looked at the track listing, but it was a dope song, and that is one of the few songs on this album I actually do return to and listen to. Then it goes to Promise, then it goes to Made in the USA, which I said earlier. Well, actually, I'll mention that. That's another track I do return and listen to. Um, content-wise, pretty, he's pretty much... Talking about you know, <laughs> uh, how do I put this? Just made in the USA, and all of the and but but not like the good things, you know. Talking about where you know <laughs> he gets his lean cut from Houston, Texas, and you know gangbanging came from Illinois. It's it's a dope. I like the concept. Of, like if if you listen to it, you'll kind of understand where how he ties the made in the USA theme with what he's talking about, and probably could have been executed better but like i said to me it was catchy the beat bang just seriously dumb hard for no reason so i liked it and then it goes to jump and by the time i got to jump i don't i'm not sure what i was expecting but like jump is what track is jump jump i don't think it's exactly halfway through the album but it's okay it's track five and this album has 14 so the first like quarter of this album i just kind of accepted i'm like okay i guess this isn't i'm not gonna get the lupe i thought i was gonna get like i just kind of accepted like all right maybe he's just going for like that trap accessible mainstream sound so i wasn't really too happy with that but i was like all right i, I can't make this album something It's not i need to take it for what it is let me see if I can still enjoy it, so like I said, it goes to Made in USA, then it gets to Jump, and Jump, I I still don't really (laughs) understand like the concept, like one of the verses is about like him ghost writing for some chick, and then like the last verse is about them like going into space or something, I'm like, bro, I have no (laughs) <laughs> like, what What are we What are we doing right now, Lupe? Like, what's... I don't get it. I don't, I'm not... You lost me, bruh. I don't know what's going on here. And then it goes to City of the Year, which is... Eh, it's kind of his ode, I guess, to Chicago. But to be honest, wasn't really feeling it. And it, I guess I'm pretty much going to do a track-by-track track review. Then it goes to High, which is an interlude track that has this really loud, kind of annoying hook. Um, I like the rapping though, I think, not to draw a parallel to Lasers, because I've seen people say this is worse than Lasers, which I definitely disagree with, Um, but I think this album suffers from some of the same problems Lasers did, but just like in a slightly different way, like even with Lasers in my opinion, the content was there, but the sound was just terrible, the sound was just completely off. And even though I lasers, I don't think Lupe was still like lyrically as good as we know he can be. But the things he was t- he talked about, I was like, all right, it has some kind of content. There's something there, but the execution was just bad. And this album kind of suffers the same way. And that in some of these songs, like his rapping is it's good. And sometimes the content's there, but it's just in this trap soundscape at least for the first half of the album and you're just like i've heard people say that this album is him kind of like mocking the mainstream kind of like Absol did with these days but bro i don't really care for some mockery it's not (laughs) it's not a good mockery i can't i can't co-sign this but yeah like all right so it goes to high like i said the bars on high was cool but the sound, everything else, I was like, yeah. Then you get the Tranquilo with Rick Ross and Big Crit, and I was like, all right, maybe this will save the album. You know, you got we got some features on here, notable features. It was an okay track. I kind of like it. Big Crit had a good verse, though. I'll give Big Crit definitely to me outshined on this track. Ross was he was okay. So I mean, Big Crit shined on this track. Ross was he was all right. guess typical ross nothing mind-blowing it was just it was an okay track and then after tranquilo to be honest like the next track is kill which todd Allison comes back to again after tranquilo man this album kind of just it's an immediate nosedive like kill was it was bearable but nothing worth Nothing worth like going back to and then kill after kill I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't I don't know <laughs> like <laughs> for the first half like I mentioned lot lot of trap influence a lot of you know just kinda like that mainstream sounding music but just more geared towards the trap side And then, pretty much after Kill, this album takes this crazy, excuse me, this album takes this really crazy turn. Then we get to Law, which, I can't remember, I think it it was slightly trappy, but it was slightly trappish, I should say, but had more of a pop feel. And then, that was like the start of the nosedive. And then once it hit pick up the phone, like tracks 10, 10 was the start of the fall, like the, the terrible fall. And then 11 through 14 from pick up the phone to it's not design to wild child to more than my heart, which is the closer this album, like nosedive isn't even the word. Like this album completely just, This album completely just falls apart. Like, Pick Up The Phone was such a poppy, just, that was almost a Lasers song. Really like 11 through 14. These were like Lasers throwaways. And they were just so poppy, so mainstream, so dancey. And it was just, I don't get it. Like, as much as I didn't, the trap sound wasn't doing it for me. But it had moment. There were like, there were good moments that I was like, all right, at least it's not the best Lupe. But I, I guess I can deal with this. But like eleven through fourteen, dude, no, like, no, <laughs> no, not not at all, unacceptable. Like those, all of those tracks are just. Horrid Just terrible I, I can't I listened to this album how many times I'm say like two and a half And like I said with Tetsuo and Youth Not even just with Tetsuo and Youth I feel like with albums in general like Normally the more I listen to them The more I can pull from it And I might find myself Enjoying it more This album somehow had, like, the opposite effect. Like, the first time I listened to it, I was just kind of like, eh, I'm not even really sure what I just heard. And then the second time I listened to it, dude, I just... (laughs) Dude, I just... I don't know. The second time I listened to it, I was literally getting mad. (laughs) Like... This album, the second listen, was literally pissing me off. Like, uh, oh, man, I, I don't know what to say. Like, literally, this, I, the second listen really got me angry. Like, I, I couldn't listen to it all the way through. Like, I, I think I did some of the trap sounding tracks. Like I said, I, I could re-listen to Dopamine Lit, NGL, Promise a little bit, and like Made in the USA, which are the first four tracks. And then after that aside from maybe Tranquilo the rest of this I just I couldn't listen to them all the way through and like I said by the time I got to like tracks 11 through 14 dude I just skipped them like I couldn't I would listen to like the first 3 seconds and it would just piss me off and I would just like no I'm not I'm not doing this and then actually before I even started recording this podcast I gave it one last skim through and it was somewhat the same deal, like, Dopamine Lick kind of grew in me a little bit more, I still like NGL, Promise wasn't a great song, but it was bearable, and I like Made in the USA, Jump had a, Jump was cool, like, and after I accepted this trap sound, I was like, all right, I guess I can get with the beat, but this concept is so all over the place that I just, I don't know what's going on, like, I don't get the ghost writing, and now we're in space, and, i don't know and then i just kept skipping songs and i was like dude i i don't know man like what what happened just this album is just a pile of just confusion and i like i said if you're mocking the mainstream whatever like i get it that's cool but <laughs> it doesn't make your album good. Um, it doesn't, like, I can't give you that pass. There's still ways to mock, you know, you can still make fun of the mainstream and what's popular, but still, like, make it sound good. And this just, this wasn't it, man. This was not, this was not it. <sighs> I'm looking at my time recording I'm only at like 25 minutes I want to at least give you guys like a half an hour I just I don't know what else to say about this album This was not This was not the Lupe that I, I had hoped to get Like this was This was something else man It was just It was something else Um I think, if I remember correctly, that this is supposed to be a part of, I guess, like a three album series or something like that. So my only last hope for this album is that maybe, maybe once the other two or how many ever other albums he's supposed to drop, maybe once they come out you know, and you get to see the grand scheme of the albums, assuming that they're connected in some kind of way, maybe it'll, it'll make sense. in in some way, you know, maybe, maybe somehow in the, the concept of the whole thing, it'll connect once you hear the other two. I, I to be honest, I doubt that's going to happen, but one, you know, one can only hope, <laughs> but yeah, man. And as a standalone project, though, bro, I'm not. Yeah, this this was not it. And I read that uh, Lupe himself um, rated. He he did his own review of his own album, and he gave it a seven out of ten. Um, I think that's being a bit generous, to be honest. i up. I would give this maybe ugh, 5, 5.5 on a good day, <laughs> maybe, depending on, I don't even know, like, yeah, just no no replay value, not a lot of replay value here, and I feel like even, maybe, I don't know if he was aiming for just people who... Maybe he's trying to get that crowd that likes the trap sound and then he's trying to still infuse content to maybe, I don't know. Like he's trying to be that rapper that I'll do this trap sound, but I'll still throw content in there and maybe, you know, a listener who might not have even considered my music before will listen to me now. Maybe that's about all I can think of. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's what he was going for, but maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what he was going for. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I I really don't know. So I'll I'll leave a a link in the description so you can check it out. Um. Don't get your hopes up. You, you may be probably going to be disappointed but i'd say give give it one listen give it one listen that might be the most you can stomach it <laughs> but but give it one listen man and yeah man i don't i don't have anything else to say about this album other than um i'm just hurt i'm a little i'm just i'm disappointed but my my light of my, my one positive is that, I, I, as talented as Lupe is, I know that he can do better, and I feel like he will do better second go around. I, I hope <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang on to that hope that eventually, you know, when he comes back around with the next Droga or whatever, we're we're gonna get better, uh, a much better Lupe. Hopefully, not so much trap. Or even even if we do get the trap sounding Lupe, it'll It'll be executed better. So, yeah, man, Droga's uh, lights. That's, that's about it. <laughs> um, I don't want to end this podcast just yet. Um, so we're at about about thirty something minute mark, I guess. Real quick, I want to talk about a little uh, anime viewing project, uh, if you will, that I am embarking on. So. Um, if pretty sure you guys or are aware, or maybe you might not be. Um, Scarlett Johansson is going to be starring in a movie called Ghost in the Shell. Which is a very popular slash classic anime uh, that came out. Pretty, I think the original Ghost in the Shell probably came out in the 90s. Um, this movie is coming out on March the 31st, 2017. Now. Everything in my mind, heart, body, and soul is telling me not to go see this movie. But I'm in too deep. Um, I was on the fence about seeing this. I know in my heart that once I leave that theater, I'm going to regret watching this movie. But my plan was I was going to watch Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, which I did, which I might, I probably will talk about a little bit. But I watched Standalone Complex. The first season. I'm in the process of finishing second gig. Uh, right now. Which I think that's 25 episodes. I think I've only watched one episode so far. so But I got plenty of time. Be- I wanted to finish it before. Um, the live action comes out. So I still got plenty of time to. Catch that as long as I can watch like an episode a day. I'll be fine. Um, but I also wanted to go watch. Uh, Ghost in the Shell Arise. Which is a prequel. And then I wanted to rewatch the movie. Which I've seen plenty of times um anime adaptions to film um pretty much aside from Raroni kenshin well i've only seen the first one i still have the, i have the second one but i'm a terrible movie watcher on this dvd for so long and i've never watched it but aside from ronnie kenshin and i'm just gonna say all three of the Raroni kenshin are awesome because the first one was just crazy like if if you like Raroni kenshin and you haven't watched the live actions do yourself a favor go and buy it because that might be the only good anime that might be the only good anime to live action adaption that's actually quality that might ever come out ever so <laughs> you go buy that hold on to it, it that's, that's going to be a national treasure I'm pretty sure Ghost in the Shell isn't going to turn out the same way but yeah man if you haven't watched um, Ghost in the Shell and you like want to go back and maybe watch some of like the classic animes that you probably have heard people talk about, but maybe you never got into. This is one of those man you gotta watch. Especially if you if you kinda like that cyberpunk anime, you know, something similar to the vein of a, a psychopath or like a cowboy bebop. This is like the the OG of that, of those type of animes. Like if there was no ghost in the shell. There probably would have never been. Or I don't say it would not have been a Cowboy Bebop, but like that, you you know the influence, like the influence of Ghost in the Shell, is definitely seen in shows, like Psychopaths, you know, and Standalone Complex, man, was a really, it's a really dope series. Twenty, I think it was twenty six episodes. um Sinners around uh, Major Kusanagi, who was a part of Section Nine, which is kind of like this top secret government agency that kind of like works in the shadows, taking care of all the dirty work that, you know, normal cops and other just kind of like regular organizations can't really handle. Good action, lots of espionage, lots of exploration as far as the relationship between like humans and robots and technology and everybody like being connected to to networks it's really it's like fascinating stuff and standalone complex is one of few animes i normally like my animes to have like a linear story where things progress naturally one episode kind of leads to the next leads to the next and it kind of builds up to something and this show doesn't always do that i mean there is a there is a theme in Standalone Complex. Uh, the main villain, who's called the Laughing Man, who's kind of like this hacker. He he kind of uh, you could say is the main theme. He's the one recurring villain, but he's not in like every episode. So not every episode is like building up to something about him. So, but even when the episodes don't relate to him, the show is still just it's still really good. Like plots and subplots and just i I, I love just watching kind of like cop type i gonna say like cop type movies but you know seeing how like the cia and like government agencies works and like you get cover-ups and people trying to cover their work and you get cover-ups on top of cover-ups and betrayal and just all that kind of good stuff and all of that is just packed into these twenty six episodes, man. It's a really it's a really dope watch. This the series overall is just it's there's a reason it's heralded as high as it is and referred to probably as a classic anime that everyone should at least watch or be knowledgeable of be knowledgeable of. And after watching Standalone Complex, I see why, man. Like I used to watch ghost in the shell when i was younger but let me like bits and pieces like i saw the movie and i liked the movie the show i just kind of saw bits and pieces of but i never sat down and just like watched the whole thing so now that i'm i'm really getting into it i'm pretty much letting the show consume my life until the live action comes out i see why that it gets the praise that it does so yeah man go go check out ghost in the shell standalone complex Join my journey. Watch everything Ghost in the Shell related you can. Like, you're going to get good action. You're going to get great stories. Lots of good characters, man. You got uh, Bato, who's like the her, her right-hand man. Uh, Probably going to be butchering some names here. Uh, Aramaki, who's pretty much her head boss. I just like seeing this show in terms of the strategies and, you know, The strategies they come up with to get themselves out of jams and try to accomplish missions and like i said before seeing the whole bond between humans and cyborgs and technology and everything kind of all being infused together and seeing how that relationship works and yeah man it's it's just a real it's such an interesting show It's, it's such a dope show and whether you start by watching the movie, or watching standalone complex, or even watching *Rise*, uh, which I believe *Ghost in the Shell: Arise, which is a prequel, um, that's I think that's on Netflix. At least some of them are. So definitely check those out. But yeah, man, this this show is just it's awesome. It's, that's all I can say. But like I said, if you if you like shows like *Cowboy Bebop*, or if you were a fan of *Psychopaths*, which I'm a huge fan pretty much like a stand of um if you have it, if you've watched shows like that and you haven't seen ghost in the shell go watch ghost in the shell man go go give it a look the anime will be great the live action um <laughs> I, I, I mean I, I can't i gotta reserve judgment until i see it but i'm i know i just i know i'm gonna be hurt i know this isn't gonna be good the first trailer i saw the first trailer I saw was very minimal and I could tell from the trailer that the one thing they did that I, I guess I can give them props for so far is that they at least paid attention to some of the source material because you could tell from the first trailer that they paid attention to like certain certain camera angles and just shots were pulled straight from the show or straight from the movie I should say so I was like alright at least, at least they're somewhat looking at the source material but how much is that gonna last it maybe it was just for those few specific scenes and because the second trailer i saw which is a bit more extended i don't know i felt like the longer the trailer got the more i didn't enjoy it so i'm gonna try not to watch any more trailers of it i'm pretty sure they'll maybe release another one by the time uh, the end of march rolls around but i'm not i'm gonna try not to spoil the movie for myself i'm just gonna wait see what happens when it comes out if i get disappointed i get disappointed i'm going into this knowing that i'm probably going to be hurt but it's worth it because i'm getting to watch this show and i'm really enjoying it i'm really enjoying uh i've only watched one episode of second gig but i'm pretty sure the second season is gonna be dope as the first so at least i'm getting a good anime experience out of this i know the live action is gonna rob me of my money but i've i've made terms uh with that i've accepted that fact that I'm going to go in that movie. I'm going to give them my, you know, my eleven, twelve dollars. I'm going to sit in that theater, and I'm probably going to leave with a lot more questions than answers. And I'm probably going to feel, (laughs) probably going to leave that movie kind of feeling like I did after I listened to that Lupe album. I'm just like, what did I just? What just happened? Like, but yeah, man. So, John Wick Two, dope movie. Lupe, Drogas nah, not so good, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave a link though, uh, link to stream it if you if you dare to listen, um, as I said, uh, don't go in with the expectations too high, you probably will be let down, um, but I'll say give it a fair shot, but yeah, it's not anything worth going back to, Ghost in the Shell, live action movie. Pretty sure it's not going to be that great. Anime series, though, worth every second of the watch. So, go go check that out. So, that's I guess that's about all I got for today. Um, and this podcast is actually shorter than I thought. Um, but I don't want to keep you guys here too long. I don't have much else to talk about. And I pretty much freestyled that whole last Ghost in the Shell segment. That was not planned. <laughs> so um yeah man Uh, as i mentioned earlier uh podcasts will be up on soundcloud probably sometime this weekend so if you prefer that platform um just be on the lookout once i upload all the episodes i'll start leaving links to the soundcloud in the description below um like i said also probably going to be streaming resident evil hopefully somewhat semi-consistently so look out for those videos they'll be popping up i'll leave a link to my twitch Also in the description below. And as always, um, as far as fights go, UFC, Bellator, anything MMA, anything kickboxing, I think Glory has a few cards coming up. Uh, Me and my co-host, Anti-Cool. As we say, anytime people are being kicked and punched in the face, we'll be there to talk about it. So whenever some fights happen, you know, we'll, we'll be on it. So just keep a lookout. And like subscribe share with a friend share with a friend's friend show some support pretty much but i'm gonna get out of here it is my day off of work i need to go be an adult get a few things uh done in my life so until next time i will catch you guys later this has been the dojo talk podcast and i'm out